Who are the players to buy low heading into week seven? Let's break it down. There are a ton of ways you could go. A lot of it depends on the context. Are you, you know, do you have two wins? Do you have five wins? Are you undefeated? Like what's going on with your team? That's going to determine a lot, but I will break down a couple different scenarios to help all of you across the board. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. I I think the first player I go get if I'm I'm in a position to win, maybe I just need one move in order to be comfortable with my team being that team. Like if I'm being honest and I'm doing a self eval and I'm breaking down my team, trying to get my house in order heading into week seven on. And I feel like, you know, I'm playing well, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I have what it takes to win it all. I need one small upgrade. There's one guy that I think is worth the risk because his buying price right here, right where you can get him right now, heading into week seven, I think it's safe. It's about where he would he would score even if he doesn't improve. It's like you're buying him at his complete floor, but he's got top, you know, six to ten running back upside. And that's Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor walks into week seven completely doubted by most everyone because of volume mainly, but everyone does fear that the volume won't change, the the usage, the game scripting. And while there is a chance that that is correct analysis and, and predictive as to what might unfold in, in week seven on, that's that's why you're buying him low. That's why he's being grabbed where you can grab him right now in a trade. Because if he doesn't rebound, he probably still earns you whatever you're going to pay, which is well outside of top 12 overall value, which is probably if the best move to make is to do a one player leaving your roster for two players. And because I don't think you're going to be able to get like a lesser player or a player that like Gurley, you know, if you can trade Gurley or David Johnson for Jonathan Taylor, then do it. Or if you could do a two for one where you're giving up Gurley and, and a wide receiver, you don't need that's going to, you know, doing really well, like Claypool, let's say Claypool and Gurley for Jonathan Taylor. Now, some of you may may not even want to do that trade, and I get it, I understand, but I'm predicting that the two players that appear even right here in Gurley and Taylor, because right now they're probably playing pretty close in most people's minds, or they will be playing relatively close from here on out. I disagree, and that's why I'm willing to take the chance of throwing a clay pool in and and getting rid of Gurley on the high before he declines or drops off or gets hurt. Um and grabbing Taylor before he rises. Now, if you can't pull off one of those, back to, to my point, is you're going to potentially get the most value out of Jonathan Taylor, be able to buy him at the most disguised price tag when you trade the best player in the deal for Taylor and another player that's underperforming. Now, the key part is that second player. You go after some scrub or some idiot, and you come back to me and say, Smitty, I did what you said. I traded away Derrick Henry, and I'm going to throw my, my hands up in the air. I traded away Derrick Henry, and I got Jonathan Taylor, and uh, I don't know. Insert player I don't like. You know, Christian Kirk, who, you know, did really well in week six, but you can't count on him. 
I'm going to throw my hands up and tell you to take a lap and tell you I had nothing to do with that. Don't put my name on that. Uh, I'm not co-signing anything. I didn't see that trade. I get so many emails and DMs and comments like that, you wouldn't believe it. Or people say, I did what you said, and then they did exactly what I would not have done. They just There's part of what I like in the deal, and they think I signed off on it. <laughs> they think I co-signed. I didn't. I didn't co-sign at all. But I think if you were to like trade, let's use uh, a big-name running back that's playing well. I don't know if I want to use Henry because I, I feel like Henry should only be bought or sold at stupid value. So I guess let's use Henry because I, I want to show an example of no one's safe on my team because buying low and selling high is the name of the game. You start making it personal where you, you've refused the best offer in the world because you want to keep someone, then, you know, that's fine. I get it. There's nothing wrong with playing your favorites and, and wanting to enjoy Sundays watching Henry run. Um, I'm fine with that too. But if you were to offer Henry, you would need to get a Jonathan Taylor who you could argue, I am not saying, don't twist this up, I am not saying that Taylor will beat Henry in 20. 20 from here on out but at least there's the potential right that this guy could be near as good um a top six to ten running back and so that in itself is a good starting point for acquiring players two players for your set henry because the goal is going to be when you make when i make a trade this is what i do you have to get two players that could compete with the one player you're giving up if you can't say that about both players you're making the wrong deal and a lot of people might say, well, how do I get two players that are going to be just as good as Henry? You're not going to get them to be just as good as Henry on perceived value. You're digging deep. You're buying low. And that's why Jonathan Taylor fits this bill perfectly. Because he won't be thought of as being a guy that can hang with Henry. But he technically could. Now, your second player has got to be able to be very, very highly ranked as well in your mind moving forward, and you want to be able to say kind of the same thing about the second player. Otherwise, you need to target a different player, or you can't use Jonathan Taylor because the Jonathan Taylor owner doesn't have enough firepower or wide receivers to make this work. You can cross position and do quarterback as well, though. So, like, let's say the, the person has Jonathan Taylor and um, Lamar Jackson. You could potentially trade Derrick Henry for Lamar Jackson and Jonathan Taylor, and let's say you're the guy that lost Dak Prescott and you have no quarterback. You have Andy Dalton and you thought you'd give it a try and it didn't work. That's the kind of move you can make, probably more likely to make because Lamar Jackson is so doubted by so many. That is a great way to potentially trade away a Derrick Henry and, and feel good about it. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The way to trade away at Derrick Henry if you were going to um, and not go cross position to quarterback to get that upgrade I, I think you'd be looking for 
a wide receiver that's completely underperformed that has potential wide receiver one value. Uh, you could go after, um, you could have went after an AJ Brown. That would have been the example, I think, to uh, to use, like a Jonathan Taylor and AJ Brown. But even even that, I feel like you, you need more from Henry. You know, Henry's different. Like if you were to trade Zeke Elliott, you can maybe get away with that. Um, I think with Henry, Henry, it's got to be stupid. It's got to be a stupid offer. I think I only, I don't think anyone, anyone's selling Mike Thomas. Um, I, I don't think, I think Ridley, Ridley would be the one player. If you could get Jonathan Taylor and Ridley for Derrick Henry or something, that would be something I consider because Ridley, you could argue, I'm not saying I would draft Ridley or Taylor ahead of Henry. Again, don't twist it up. But you could argue Ridley, who is a top three or four overall wide receiver for more than a string of games, you could argue he's a top three or four wide receiver. You could argue that Taylor's top six, you know, potential running back material. Maybe both don't play like that. Maybe only one does. Maybe both don't. But the opportunity's there for you to get two monsters for one. Um Let's leave Henry out of this because I really, I really do feel that he's pretty untouchable. I don't think anybody's going to give you enough for him. But if you own another running back that's that's kind of in that that I don't know four to to seven range, toy around with the idea of Taylor and somebody. Uh, other buy lows heading into week seven, I would probably say. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go after Mike Thomas if you still can. Go after Christian McCaffrey if you still can. And you might say, oh, he's closer to returning. Why would anybody give him up when they've waited this long? I would agree with you in a general sense. But remember that every time this player gets an L, they're they're pretty much out of it. So they may give up something that you're going to scratch your head at later and be like, why didn't I jump into the, into the, the, the buying McCaffrey contest? This guy over here. Uh, just stole him away in my league, and I didn't even make an attempt. Make an attempt. Try and get creative. Make a make a very attractive offer for a guy that might need multiple pieces, and you have some bench talent that you picked up. Go try and get McCaffrey on the cheap. Now is the time to do it. Uh, other players to maybe buy low. You could go after Tyreek Hill. Go after un- underperforming players like Mike Evans, Godwin. Um, these are these are guys that I think will be fine. Um, and if I had to go after, you know, running back, top five running back, I'd go after Zeke Elliott. I'd go after Zeke Elliott. Um, go after Clyde edwards Hilaire if people are still going to talk trash about him moving forward. Because I'll be honest, I thought we'd see more people bounce back into the, okay, I'm going to give him a chance. No, instead, there's half haters, half believers. So those are just a few of the names. And go after Lamar via trade. <laughs> You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. 